I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The harmful poison anger that I am speaking of here is the kind that is the seed of hatred. Hatred as a tool has never accomplished any good. It is not so much a powerful feeling as a blinding one. Hatred cuts off our ability to see the humanity of others. When this happens, we no longer have regard for basic the basic rights of others. We do not honor their right to seek happiness, to pursue their dreams, to live decent lives. Blacks in America have been especially wounded, damaged, and fragmented by hatred. This damage has come from blows inflicted on us by others, inflicted amongst ourselves, and aimed outwardly against other peoples. Nearly every single one of us is met with unfair treatment, subtle or severe, as a result of direct or indirect hatred of who we are as black people. It is for this very reason that I am always deeply saddened by how many of us are able to use the same weapon of hatred against other so-called marginalized people, even while knowing the pain it brings. Gays, lesbians, and transgendered people suffer deeply as a result of this ignorance and fear-based hatred. Sometimes we single out other groups and make them the butts of our jokes. Every last one of these people is a part of our collective community. They are not like you and me. They are you and me. People who are racist are often so because of their lack of experience. Some were never taught better, and there are other, there are those who do know better and whose unfairness is intentional. No one is justified in causing another harm, but even the most hateful people are still human beings. They may need to be separated from general society for the protection of others and the good of the community, but even they do not deserve hatred, pain, or death. To knowingly inflict pain on other people and cause them harm or suffering naturally brings suffering back home to us hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback that's right this is the episode of the week where we do all the commentary on all the things that you had to say about the things that we had to say throughout the week it's the most meta episode of the week okay it's a very special breaking the fourth wall edition of the blackout tips every saturday morning and or afternoon and <laughs> you can be here for it okay we are fresh off of coming from fresh fast digi fast yes uh we had a decent we had a good time uh we had a 50 minute episode that we put out um i will i save the audio i'll get that audio out to y'all at some point you know maybe we take a day off or something but it was a good time thank you for everybody who signed up and and joined us over there we weren't able to see the chat Mm-mm. but we you know we we hope people enjoy what we did um all right let's get to this excerpt okay uh oh actually no the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme today's episode is the feedback so comments you left on the blackouttips.com you can we read those if you go to the email address the blackouttips at gmail.com we read those emails if you left us a voicemail we read we listen to that 704-557-0186 if you uh gave us money a donation we will shout you out today um what else are we gonna do we're gonna i mean it's just so much that we're doing okay if you wrote us a letter in the mail we we would read it today we We didn't we didn't have any but like periodically we do get them periodically we do get them that's right um so yeah whatever you guys send in is what we're gonna respond to today um i know i'm missing something oh polls we have a poll for each episode you can vote in the poll and we respond to the votes in the polls Mm -hmm. okay and you can leave comments on your votes in the polls so that's all the ways to leave feedback today's excerpt is from 
being black zen and the art of living with fearlessness and grace uh by angel kyoto williams uh i just started reading this book uh the last couple of days i finished one person no vote i'm just i'm running through these books right now okay you understand me america i am your boy is back i don't know what happened but i'm back to reading okay <laughs> like and not forcing you, myself you to read you back to reading and flowing like that wap this that's i know what it means <laughs> yes i'm doing some wet ass reading over here uh but yeah it's, i don't know what happened but i guess i'm back right now so i'm just gonna enjoy this but this is like my i don't know like third or fourth book i finished in the last couple of weeks so um it's you know it's been it's been a great great feeling uh anyway um this one uh is about black like race and buddhism i'm not a buddhist but um it's from a woman who is black and she found buddhism and and she talks about how to attain zen as a black person and some of the stuff and some of it's been pretty um some of it's been pretty like challenging to my point of view you know because buddhism is buddhism is a lot about letting things go and stuff but mm-hmm. at the same time it's also been kind of affirming to some of the things i believe too and some of the places i want to take my mind and take my you know i really do believe that uh right now i'm in a very healthy place mentally i've been able to like really deflect and ponder uh and i mean both of those not reflect and ponder i've been able to deflect certain energy and transform negative energy that's come towards me into positive things um it's weird because i'm also starting to see how much pain and stuff my friends and relationships are in you know um just from from friends that i talk to and stuff and how much pain the world is constantly in and how this shit is all stressing everybody out but not but not be like judging Mm mm-mm but just to be able to like be around them and, and offer at least my support and my energy and not you know and not do that thing where you like gaslight them like it's no big deal but just to do that thing where it's like you know here's other ways that to look at these things and then here's the other things about you that maybe you're losing in the sight of these 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 other challenges um uh, but everyone's race is their own and everyone's struggle is their own and everyone's path is their own so you know it's not influencing them to be like you need to do this but just kind of being like you know here's here's things that have worked for me here's where i'm at with it you know and i'm not always there and i'm not always going to be able to uh to maintain that that type of uh positivity but it, it feels real good right now and part of that is something i've been saying on the show for a while which was you know um anger letting go of anger and it's super hard because anger feels like control mm-hmm. it's an illusion of power right and it feels like power and i think it's also really hard because the thing i didn't understand that i've really grown to understand now it's letting go of community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because we build now that doesn't mean i have no community you build the community you want around you by the building blocks and the tools that you use to build your community so whatever you build you are the community is you and you are the community so whatever you build with whatever uh construction material you're gonna build your home out of that is the same thing that 
people are going to be attracted to and the people that use that same material are going to be attracted to you and y'all are going to build community together it's like how you drive in a neighborhood and all the houses are like brownstones and they all have brick fronts because everyone there who build houses chose to build with the brick front you know you you very rarely see panel siding in front of the in front of the brownstones it's like nope everyone picked a certain thing a certain aesthetic you know in other communities everyone has siding you very rarely just ride down the street and see someone with a brick house doesn't mean they can't have it it's just communities kind of build around the same materials and so if you build with love if you build understanding if you build with patience tolerance healing in mind that is who you will attract to you and i think it's something i haven't been able to truly grasp but it's been happening in my life for a couple years now where like i said relationships i consider stressful toxic negative whatever have fallen away without me doing anything i haven't had to implement like you need to get off of me even when i felt that way inside like i maybe i should have told this person to set up a boundary Mm -hmm. the boundaries was set by the fact that i was building my own home with my own materials and they don't like that you know they don't like those materials and if we lose our connection if i were to wake up every day and hop on twitter or hop on facebook or get on the podcast and say some like really mean rude things about a bunch of people though those people would gravitate towards me yeah because over i would say the past maybe year and a half or two if people have been paying attention you have changed the way that you navigate social media and the little things that you do and you haven't made an announcement you ain't told nobody just did it a lot of those people i've seen them it's all of a sudden you become uninteresting all of a sudden they're not on every post all of a sudden you know that uh facebook's algorithm basically algorithms y'all out of each other's face you know because it's about algorithms and it's one of those things where all of a sudden they would see your post every day till they don't see your post at all so literally they they quit commenting because you don't show up in their timeline right uh that's karen's wrong no that's not i'm telling you that's hmm. the thing outside no it is not <laughs> okay it's not i'm just joking speaking of anger oh my god oh i'm sorry um but like, you're not gonna blame that on my phone I, i'm, I'm just trying joking. to be a professional here i was just joking with you the ring is telling on these people okay anytime my neighbors get some water it's like mm-mm, they out here i don't know how to turn that bitch off either mm-mm, i like it like that okay i want to see the kick i want to see them creeping okay i want to see when that when his uh mistress come out of the house i need to know okay i don't get on their nerves i'm like god damn it every time we go outside we hear a jingle yeah i tried turning it down i, I don't know we'll talk about it I later don't know how to turn it down this all. has nothing to do with the podcast um the point being um yeah but i have changed how i've navigated my social media mm-hmm. some you know i like i used to kind of like try to go back and forth with people even if it and the thing that i didn't realize at the time was like because they don't know me they you know they know me from the podcast or some idea of who they think i am they don't know me and truthfully even to a bigger degree i don't know them right and so i would have this assumption i can just talk to them like i would talk to a friend they would understand they would have good faith Mm -hmm. and some do yes some do but you know there was there was sometimes it was bad faith Mm -hmm. sometimes it was fraught and i could feel that energy and that tension in communicating with people and so i cut off those communications you know what i mean like mm-hmm. I, like it's just not what's fun about that you know and and also like to a certain degree you have to earn the right 
to have intimacy with people that's something that is not just routinely given and the internet kind of cuts that time down so people think you don't have to do that yes but the truth of the matter is you do it's just there's no shortcut to intimacy no there is not uh social media has has given people the illusion of intimacy and you know it's one of those things where yes we might interact with each other but things like that but truth be told most people unless you know them in real life most people you do not know and Mm -hmm. so you know that's a very hard concept for people to understand um because you know it's all like you said social media speeds up that process but what i've realized about real friendships only time will tell and social media gives the illusion of a quickened and a shortened time. That's why you can see people all on each other. They're the best friends. And three months later, they don't speak to each other no more because they were not friends. Like, like they, they, they didn't have time to, to build a relationship. So when a confrontation comes up, they knew how to, to talk through it, how to uh, communicate with each other, how to work through it. Because a lot of people don't have... Um, uh, the skills to resolve things. They don't have, like, they don't have those skills to, to properly communicate, even though they're adults and they could, can do it in all these other platforms. They might can do it at work and all that stuff, but in a personal life, <laughs> they don't have the skills that are needed to navigate it properly. Yeah. And, and maybe like, because you need perspective. Correct. And perspective, I think, changes a lot of things. Um, so something that appears very large when you're close when it's when you're farther away you you know it feels more insignificant right um and i think emotional perspective is something i've been working on and it's something that you know i've really i've i've really gotten far in that journey because there was a time uh where if someone said something bad about me out of a hundred people i would give them the 99 percent of my attention that the 99 percent of people that were saying something nice deserve yeah you see what i'm and, saying and i'm kind of the opposite but yes well you do the thing where you come tell me about it so it's not like you oh, don't yes. go through this you just do it to me instead of doing it to the person um so what i learned what i've trying to worked on is being like like for example there was about three or four weeks where we weren't recording this too much because bossy didn't want to record Mm -hmm. she was very pissed at the font finale of uh insecure and throughout that three or four weeks i probably got i don't know hundreds Mm -hmm. of comments on social media uh emails uh dms everything when are y'all gonna record when are y'all gonna record i didn't know when we were gonna record I didn't know if we were going to record. Like she could have been like, "Man, fuck yeah. this show." Right? You know, been end of it. it really was up to her, mm-hmm. and I was not going to relay that pressure to her. Bossy, we need to record. You know, like I like those people felt how they felt, and they wanted it the episode right. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day, I saw last week, I saw the read. Mm-hmm. They were taking a break. Yeah, I think they and, like two weeks. So. Mm-hmm. And a fan would hit crystals up like where's the episode you know y'all can't be taking shows out blah 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 and crystals responded to the person and you know i don't think she was really mean or anything but she just was you know like hey what the fuck you know what i mean and we'll be good when we good or whatever right and i think that type of response is what i'm one i would have given before 
um maybe and i'm not saying i could never do it again i mean who knows you know people do get on your nerves you have bad days but um i i see now more of the perspective and the bigger picture stepping back and and i've been able to like when i say like transform energy stuff like people asking us over and over something uh like that sending me the same article about the landlord getting his head cut off by the tenant a hundred times i have turned that in my brain into this person loves what i do so much yes that they want to hear my opinion on this Mm -hmm. thing yes because they're interested in what we do and they they they're they're a fan of it yes and so despite this being the 100th time and yeah because they don't know that well within the human condition that even if it was a hundred different people walking up to you the street going nice hat but at some point you just go i'm gonna take my hat off right well you can't take your hat off on twitter you can't take your hat off on oh yeah you know so this is my job this is my thing and so you know i learned to not give it attention and these and by the way this is a very easy positive for me Mm -hmm. you know whereas the show has flipped like it's so easy for me now i really i can't think of the last time i got mad at someone being like y'all took the week off but it used to be a thing that would make me mad like like when i'm like man damn we can't take a week off you know maybe you even respond maybe you go on the podcast and you know god damn da, da, da. And, and then i'm like why would i put that energy out there because even if they don't understand what they're doing i do understand what they're doing is saying i love you right 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 and so the thing i have i've realized is that you have to look at and it, and it boils down to not to get top boils down to love language everybody's love language is different and everybody responds to different stimuli different than other people and uh, I know for me, um, when you was talking about I speak to you, I think the biggest reason why I speak to you when those things come up is because I like to filter things before I respond. You know, I like because one of the things why I come, I'm like, hey, does this make sense? Does my response make sense? Am I the correct? Like, I like to filter that versus just responding on my first instinct because social media shows you what happens when you don't filter that shit out and you don't analyze it you end up making a fucking shit show if you uh, and all you had to do was just take a few seconds and ask somebody yeah and also i mean you can filter it internally which i've gotten a little bit better about but part of my process has also been to have external people you know whether it's you justin um a few other people bossy uh nick jew um chris like there's there's a there's like a handful of people that if something really is bothering me i'll kind of like bounce it off of them to be like what you think about it like am i tripping you know um and because another thing i found is that i don't really want confrontation Mm -mm. a lot of times i just want to make sure that i'm understood and that i'm not escalating things and i think about as i've gotten more confident in that i've actually brought that stuff to people less because you know um not and it's i don't believe in emotional labor shit i think friends are friends if i would never look at my friend and be like oh my god i'm doing emotional labor for you i think that's mm-hmm. one of the most bullshit things you can pull on somebody right, because with a friendship um, it's a t- with a friendship it's, yeah. it's, it's a it's a two-way street on that yeah i call you you call me we ha- it's like we hash it out it's, it's not a one-way street yeah i don't believe in that shit but because you know I, obviously the door is always open for them to do the exact same thing for me and yes sir and i would never pull some type of like god damn nigga you always complaining like what Mm -hmm. so uh but anyway the point being like um i have found that that has given me a lot of like ability to process shit and then like i said 
it's also you have less run-ins with those type of people because they're not around you because they're not attracted to that energy so that's the other part of the transition that's made it i it was easier than i thought because what i thought was if i make this transition of being like i'm stepping into my peace i'm stepping into my ability to heal my ability to forgive my ability to move on my ability to love myself my ability not to uh turn everything to a high wire act um when i did that i was like there's gonna be people that stop fucking with me and i thought of it as a bad thing at the time because you know you think to yourself these people like i never thought these were bad people Mm -mm. you know i still don't um but i just was like you know the uh how are they gonna feel without me how how's everything how are they gonna get along you know what are they gonna do when they're mad about something and i'm like yeah i don't feel the same way as that because a lot of what we call relationships now online is like do you agree yes sir it's not really what is your opinion as much as this better be your opinion and that at the time it made i don't know like now it sounds crazy to to say Mm -hmm. but at the time i did feel a way where i was like well i guess these people are gonna not fuck with me you know they're not gonna like my podcast no more they're not gonna like my social media no more they're not gonna like me anymore and then i was like i don't know the relief was worth it like i would rather not have that type of interaction in my life where i'm constantly being ripped into a whipped into a a tornado then then uh i'd rather be alone than to be in a tornado full of people that are angry right and i think that for a lot of people you sometimes you think relationships are more important than they really are to the other person because a lot of these a lot of times that's how funny you done got in your mind Mm -hmm. these people were fine a lot of people ain't thought twice about you a lot of times the relationship ain't really that big to them you've actually put more weight on the relationship than the relationship really is because if the relationship really meant something and you started to change they would actually go along with you if the relationship was based it based in something in in, in, a, in a strong foundation because if it's not they just can't go with you and that's what i learned about growing and 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 the thing is you did something that a lot of people aren't willing or can't do particularly black people particularly black women has put themselves first you go no 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 y'all don't matter what do i want what do i demand what is best for me because you was like i need to do this i need to do that me 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 and that's okay and once you do that you either with me or against me ho and that's the end of it and that's hard for people to understand like i'm making a shift you either shift with me or either you gone about your business it's nothing personal i ain't got to fall out with you we ain't got to have a confrontation we'll just slowly drift away and that's okay you have to be okay with losing friendships and i think that's a a big fear of people of losing friendships but the thing is every time you lose a friend you gain it somewhere else you just hadn't met the person because you weren't on the same level as the person and then once you got over here and this person who may have already took that emotional or spiritual journey will find you and all of a sudden you'll find somebody to replace that person because truth be told you're actually never alone you're always surrounded by a group of people and the thing is the moment you think you are the loneliness somebody will come out and reach you and see you and be like oh i've been through that or i can help you get through that or girl i've seen that or or yeah you know and, and and it's that thing where 
we fight ourselves into the illusion of losing everything but we really don't lose nothing once you go to whatever your next level is it it will actually open you up to more things that you couldn't even imagine you couldn't even fathom it's it's more peace it's more clarity you know it's it's just more openness it's more loving and I'm saying this as somebody who's actually been through this, where I've had to shake things off and, and get things off of me, particularly when we're going through this pandemic. Now is the time to clean your closet because, shit, what else you got to do other than stare at it? Yeah, and it, for me, it's not even loneliness as much as I, I realize now is control. Yes. I just felt like uh, like you have to learn to let shit go and let things be, let people be, you know, because I've, you know, I, I, I live with that internal dialogue of not being good enough uh needing a like needing to um needing to not take up too much space but at the same time um to take care of people and all this shit and then i had to let some of that go because you know you're a grown-ass person they they'll be fine without you they'll find a way to get that next meal it's not it, it wasn't up to you you're not nobody's parent you know what i mean so some of that was also just in a weird way my own ego you know mm-hmm. so it's like and the, and the people that enjoy that kind of like anger and community of anger and hatred and shit or dislike they're gonna find community anyway yes, you know and maybe that's their battle to fight about their fear of letting go and being alone and stuff mine wasn't about being alone i i, I love being alone um mine was just you know a matter of feeling a responsibility to people that honestly what i was not being responsible to myself i was letting myself be run down by people um and yeah part of that was anger and that and that that theme that quote i started off with is exactly my belief system and the thing that's that's tough is as a black person is going into that that unknown void that part where you go and this also applies to the people who have hurt us yeah because that's the part you know is a much tougher sell for us as black people it, 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 it is it is when you was talking about the hatred because the thing is there are a lot of people that are hurt and a group of people or a person has hurt them to their core like 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 literally hurt them to their core where they didn't even think that they was going to make and i've been through this where you didn't even want to wake up in the morning you just like you know what the world will be better off without me like you're just in such a dark desperate uh place and you don't ever think you're going to climb out and the thing is it will consume you and it will change your personality where you are just mean and you're bitter and you're hateful towards everybody because i've been there and it's one of those things where i had to learn that you know people go hurt people hurt people but that's a true statement somebody else hurt you so you turn around you're lashing out at other people who actually had nothing to do with the situation they they, they they're just collateral damage to your anger it's like i'm angry so i am letting the chopper spray on everybody that comes in my proximity because i am hurt people get mad when you say and i, I don't even say these things because i know why people get mad they get mad because people are being dismissive but people get mad when they bring up someone being bitter they get mad when someone brings up you know are you just angry you just hating and shit like that but one of the reasons they want you to never mention that is because a lot of times that's what it is right you know it's like the third rail and no one wants to ever be those things you don't want to ever say i was bitter 
i was angry i was jealous i was just hating right so we have to formulate all these words around it to avoid saying the fucking obvious truth that everyone's already noticed right and the thing is all these flowery words do is cover up the root cause of the problem and the thing is just like racism and sexism and misogyny and all that shit you call it everything but what it is and until you admit that the problem is coming from the inside of the house and the problem is me the situation will not change you're going to continue to wake up every day mad you're going to continue to wake up every day bitter you're going to continue to wake up every day angry you are going to continue on this path until you make a decision that i have got to change and it's also this thing is what's so funny is that nobody thinks that they're hurting anybody but everybody's right. hurt that makes no right. sense right like everybody's angry right how now. did everybody get hurt right everybody's angry everybody's lashing out everybody's mad everybody's upset the world is going apart you're locked up in the house you don't know what to do there's uncertainty so a lot of people get their frustration instead of taking it out on their family members a lot of them go online with this anger and this frustration and this bitterness because they feel like it's a form of control instead of looking and say what is it inside of me that's causing me to feel this way so that i can transform so that i can purge this out of me who do i need to forgive who do i need to say i'm sorry to do i need to forgive myself do i need to uh uh, apologize to myself for the things that i have done and who i've hurt what is it that i need to do to stop the root of this problem but that goes back to some of the things i was saying before it requires work and not only does it require work it requires you acknowledging that it's a problem it's just like somebody as an alcoholic a lot of times people go well baby you're alcoholic you deny 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 the problem cannot be fixed until you admit that there's a problem yeah i just want to get to a place where i set a boundary and it's not a boundary set in anger correct where it's a boundary set in in peace yes and it's i think it's a lot of people don't understand that subtle difference but it to me that that's everything because i do feel like the thing she brought up that 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 i think is universal is that uh to knowingly inflict pain on other people and cause them harm or suffering naturally brings suffering back home to us and i think that's true you know i know people think that's some car some bullshit or whatever but you know at least i'll put it this way it's been true for me i even when i felt justified i've had times where i'm like i could have handled that better or you know the 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 violence that i had to enact to even defend myself also is still violence and it also does leave a mark on me and my soul and the things i believe in so i think it's just hard for people to see those things it it, it is and also i think for me it comes down to like i said before acknowledging that there's a problem acknowledging that it's an issue acknowledging that something needs to to change going outside of yourself sometimes and getting the help and and learning whatever tools that you need to equip yourself because a lot of times people can't deal with certain things because they're not equipped to deal with it and so like you said you could do things like read go to psychiatrists psychologists get medication whatever it takes to help you get to that better place mentally and a lot of times the people that want you to stay there they don't want you to change and they don't want you to get the help because if you get the help that boils back to some of the things you said that means the relationships will end because they like the mess they like the darkness they like to tell you what you used to be they don't want you to change because if you change and become a better person 
person, they are afraid that you will leave them behind. So instead of them acknowledging their own insecurity, they're projected onto you. But you have to say, this is a journey in my life that I have to take on, on my own. And it's okay if, if the relationship dissolves. It is what it is. But that's very difficult for people to do. And sometimes, not only does it mean friends, that can, sometimes that extends to family members loved ones brothers sisters mothers father whatever these relationships are that are not healthy to you yeah i think uh there's another part of the book where they talk about that the the battle of being like i'm fine the way i am and this is just how i am and how a lot of times that's what keeps you stuck is Mm -hmm. is is like that's you accepting that you can't do better and that you can't find more better you can't find better ways to deal with things because you know as as the book talks about life is suffering life is uncomfortable like mm-hmm. everyone's life has to deal with that so how you deal with it is really what changes everything oh wait that's the wrong song butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow I can go anywhere. Friends to know and ways to grow. A reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. A reading rainbow. all right that was our reading rainbow segment um let's get into uh some of the stuff that you guys did this week okay a lot of y'all hooked us up with some money okay and we got to talk about the money first i know karen thought i was gonna be talking about them them five-star reviews Mm -mm. it's all about the money honey all about that guap the dollar make me holler okay (laughs) <laughs> yeah, shout, dude. Shout out to uh, Honey Boo Boo. Okay. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. New day, new cash pay. Let's talk about it. Kevin W. with the recurring donation. Thank you very much. Our girl, Falcons Diva. Jason L. Donna du- Donna N, Felicity F, Derek W, Michelle B, Lynn Wood C, Lawrence C, Zachary N, uh, shout out to Living Corporate, Grace N, B Coleman, Donna N, Malanike I, our girl Allegra, uh, we were on Music Ate My Brain not too long ago, Tracy J, Cedric W. Preston F. Team, uh, I think he's Team Drove. Nellie L. Monica T. James G. Gerard L. Calvin N. Hope that McDonald's is working out for you. I know you. They've been slapping you up without the mask. Come on. And LaShonda S. That is everybody. Thank you so much for the recurring donations. We appreciate you. Today's a new day, but there is some sunshine. 
nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart and I feel like a cold night. It ain't easy, but today's a new day. Tell, tell me, me where are my blue skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where's the love and the joy and the promise? You tell me it's alright. I almost gave up on my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower, and I smile. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I'm being for a while, I smile. Smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Let's talk about these five star reviews, though. That's what made me smile. We got one new one on Stitcher. Another one by Stephan E, who says five stars. Been listening for years. Gave my first five star review five or six years ago. Your podcast has been bringing me so much joy. I figured it was time for another one. Love y'all. Hey. Thank you, Stefan. And listen, that's a long time to be listening to us. Mm-hmm. Five years. That's a hell of a milestone. Ain't it though? Clap for yourself. Uh, <laughs> we also got some on iTunes. I think we got four new ones. Love this show. Best podcast for people of color and allies. This review is a long time coming. Every time I try to create it, iTunes doesn't accept. Best show ever. I first started listening during my hour-long commute to work when I first moved to Florida. I was missing being around other black people, and I looked for black in the title, LOL. I heard Rod's review of the Vietnam documentary. It was so concise and very educational, but it wasn't just some boring think piece. It had nuance, and he discussed pop culture, too. It was the best mix I could have asked for. I've been hooked since. Love this and the read oh shout out thank you shout out to the read obviously and thank you for listening that like i said it's such a dope dope i love when i hear people that's been listening for a while you know Mm -hmm. it's almost easy to be like i found this podcast today and it's great you know it's like you listen for a long time then you heard us disagree with you Mm -hmm. you heard us agree with you you heard us disagree with each other you heard us make jokes you heard a bunch of shit and by then it's like you know if you really fuck with us after a year or two yeah episode 2151 i absolutely love this episode there was act there was actually so much information i had to save it to re-listen to it it got me all the way together with my regards to social media i've been starting to get that feeling as well that my opinions may not be my own that who i've been following on ig has not exactly been good for me mentally i really do love your show and that your empathy really does come through i love the show the show that the show was as long as it needed to be for your point to be heard keep being fully you and fully black 20 underscore six thank you oh Oh, i'm sorry the last person was glam chick 99 my bad Mm -hmm. but yes and this one was 20 underscore six thank you thank you hey man i'm on to something with this man i really do like you know it is one of those things where i had like a feeling underneath and i think what it is is that i want people to feel the way i feel even if they don't get there the way i got there mm-hmm. and maybe people already are doing these things and i'm just i'm late to the game but yeah. i want people to feel that freedom that you grant yourself by like not assuming the worst of every situation not walking around with a fucking hit list in your mind of all the people you can't like and don't like and you want to take down it's too much and 
allowing each situation to be what it is because i'm seeing people be used in real time mm-hmm. and i'm watching this stuff happen and it honest like to god go over and over again every day it's the same shit mm-hmm. uh maybe yesterday or the day before joe biden there was another viral clip joe biden fucked up y'all joe biden fucked up 10 second clip from a 20 minute interview of course where you could go click on the whole interview and see it but you know you didn't uh the headlines were very salacious and the clip was something to the to the to, to the thing of saying like well the black community uh is not is is not as diverse as the latino community and people like what does he mean by that you saying black people not diverse we diverse we not a monolith blah 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 okay what could he possibly fucking mean you think he just walked in there to be like fuck niggers today i can't help myself i'm joe biden no it's the easy grab it's the easy joke everyone's gonna go viral dunking on it and whatever but the quote was literally about voting and we are not black people are not as diverse which he was trying to use coded language to be nice to latino people in that situation because what he really is saying is we don't vote against our own interests like that we don't go because latino people are some of them are just white and they vote white. and they vote white yes they do right and so there was that where he was like yeah black people not gonna do no stupid shit like that same thing where he said if you're not voting for me you ain't black yes that, that what the fuck are you talking about what black people you know who are you like i'm voting for trump who do you know that you go yes great great black person great love the way they contribute to the race none of us like you know what the deal is but it's but that's the thing the clip can go viral the anger can go viral and people get whipped into a frenzy and now it's a joke competition it's a meme it's all these things that it shouldn't be because it's a very serious election a very serious thing we're going through right now i'm not on joke mode with this shit Mm -mm. y'all know what i don't care if he pulls his dick out he got my motherfucking vote but the point is we knew what he meant and the thing that i realized over this time period the people who are assuming the worst are assuming the worst is a brand they also know what it means and so i don't even this time i didn't even engage with it i don't Mm -hmm. retweet it i don't respond to it. i don't try to explain it i know what you i know you know Mm -hmm. and if i know you know i'm the fool for engaging you yes that makes that makes me the fool for for going when they go this who y'all voting for yes and you absolutely know that so i don't even know what the problem is at this point yeah we starting at 100 okay so yeah it's just it's just such a weird but but the thing is if you have emotional perspective if you take a step back and you say wait a minute i've seen this play before Mm -hmm. if you take a step back then you see the actors in the play and when you see the actors in the play you see how much of it is preordained prescripted and how much of it honestly is people just passing the time yeah like this is the thing when i say i know how to transform energy i have always been transforming energy i just used to transform it more negativity Mm -hmm. take anger and make it let me be angry you know i could like and everyone does this you take something happens in you and you can be in a perfectly fine mood a thing happens maybe not even directly to you but a thing happens it changes your mood Mm -hmm. so you have been transformed by energy you know whether and you have allowed that process to happen so can you then do it the other way 
that's the question can you take those external factors and then flip it into the process of your emotions that you've been through so many times willfully get in there and turn the gears yourself willfully get in there and adjust the settings on your own can you do that yourself because i think that's what being an adult is that's the journey that we're all on you know because before we check out of this bitch that's all we got really right And, and 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 the thing is there are a lot of adults who don't know how to manipulate those switches and right. they almost respond even though your your number says you're an adult you respond like a teenager you respond like kids something happened all of a sudden it's this outrage it's this burst yeah. it's this ah! and it's not to say you can't be angry it's not it's just correct it's just control like control yourself be angry when you want to be angry yes be sad when you want to be sad but, you know but, what but i mean do it be, by choice don't let other people in the situation manipulate yeah, you into be, those feelings be mindful of it and that's so that day i was able to sit back and watch people be i watched people that i felt were being mindless get whipped into a frenzy mm-hmm. now that's something that most people that listen to the show can at least probably agree on because we're all like we're black for the most part when none of us are stupid enough to vote for trump so okay let's talk about something you probably won't agree on but i feel the same way about arguing with these niggas about megan and 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 cardi i'm not doing it why what would i do that for i saw people retweeting republicans all day going back and forth with motherfuckers with men who think they that that this was an invitation for their opinions on women's bodies and sexuality why are you even engaging them correct this is all this is all a something we've seen before it's a fruitless conversation we've seen it before you can't save them and i and what i realized is the same thing that happened with kylie jenner and how she trended after that video mm-hmm. it's people are not being honest with themselves yes they're w- not when they watched that video what they wanted to do was fight about it yes people like to fight and people so, like to argue they looked for they wanted to be someone's huckleberry they looked for people to fight mm-hmm. they will never admit that that's what they do nope they will they may not even be aware that that's what they yeah, do but this but is they it, rather than it. rather than appreciating and joining and sharing in a community like we're we're having a good time they will find the people they could be some ashy nigga with two followers it could be some motherfucker that you got blocked it could be like i honestly think people go look for that shit they they do and the thing that tripped me out about it and the thing that i don't understand i see people do this and then turn around why am i so angry why am i so mad bitch because you argue with everybody at some period of time you can check out at some period of time it is you it is 100 percent you you go seek them you go look for them you get the argument and then you complain it doesn't make no sense something has got to change in this circle eventually you got to check out and be like i'm not arguing with them today you know what your blood pressure would fucking go down your heart rate would go down and you would feel a lot better but there's something within you that says i have to say something well then you go say something i don't want to hear you complain then because that's what you asked for well that silence that exists when you're not going back and forth with these losers is the biggest fear you're more afraid of that than their opinions you're more afraid of your own company than whatever this stupid ass republican had to say about megan's body or about cardi b being a role model you're more you're avoiding something else 
something internal and that and that's why you look for that external stimuli to 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 shoot out your emotion that you are transforming energy you're transforming the energy that exists in the space where it's just you that you don't want to deal with into external rage at someone else where you can go at least i'm not focusing on me right now correct at least i'm not you know feeling angry at least i'm not feeling or at least i'm not feeling fruitlessly angry at myself at least i'm not feeling sad at least i'm not depressed at least i'm not alone you see what i'm saying and so that becomes the community now the shared community of we're fighting people over this thing you know yeah, a lot of it's too is just to pass the time sometimes i think some people do yeah it but but see that's the thing about passing the time though karen You're, time passes no matter what you do so it's not passing the time necessarily it's passing the time avoiding something else mm-hmm. so we channel our energy in a different shit and it's not everyone does it it's just i don't want to mindlessly do it that's Correct. all because because you know everybody does it everybody channels this into other places yes. if every moment is important then every moment should have some level of intentionality you know um or you should at least i want to be aware of how i spend my money my money my yes. moments yes sir um but yeah so back to back to the review sorry that's a long tangent um i love you guys for real for real this is from roxanne roxanne rod and karen bring me complete joy every week hey thank you roxanne thank you uh and lastly true comedy this is from rob reed writes who i think might be uh from atypical sports show if that's my homie um the blackout tips podcast listed as a comedy podcast but it's so much more than that yes the host rod and karen will leave you laughing as they cover various topics in news and society and politics but more importantly they demonstrate empathy and care as they process information that can often be traumatic on its own so often the news feels overwhelming but rod and karen can help their listeners navigate it and process it it's a nurturing environment and makes for a fantastic listen as you prepare for work or as you unwind in the evening this is a comedy podcast not just in the modern sense but in the classical sense comedies were plays with happy endings ones that lifted your spirits and left you feeling rejuvenated with the blackout test podcast rod and karen do just that wow great thank you i know right that's a flattering review i praise you sure you're talking about us oh that's that's thank you baby all right let's get into the comments on the episodes we had throughout the week the feedback episode was 2148 goodbye black walnut i know oh herman cain died dancing for him Mm -hmm. won't be me and Mm -hmm. says not directly related to anything you talked about on this episode but august 1st is emancipation day in trinidad and tobago tobago on a fit uh, an official holiday it became a holiday when i was a child and i remember being taught the history of african slavery in the caribbean in primary school elementary school if the u.s wanted to do the same it could work it really could work mm-hmm. and you know they won't Mm-mm. but i'm glad to hear that i they did not know that was a ho- holiday baby they, they mad about teaching the 1619 project uh sarah you know they're not gonna teach us other black people got free sarah says <laughs> if you are a person without a home you can vote yeah a couple people sent this in um i'm gonna read because i'm glad you cleared it up but i do want to clarify what we talked about if you are a person without a home you can vote i know because i'm going to be a volunteer at my polling place and they gave me information on how to register a person without a permanent address the best way is to get a letter from an organization that provides shelter 
in many states i know wisconsin for sure and i looked up north carolina as well you can list your usual sleeping area unfortunately confusion around the issue is confounded by the fact that there are different regulations by state so i can't guarantee that this is accurate everywhere just wanted to let people know that if you currently don't have a permanent location you can still vote info for north carolina under residency and she puts links mm-hmm. so if you want to see the links go to the blackoutist.com this is episode number 2148 look in the comments um okay so you're absolutely right sarah um and everyone else who wrote in about this we're not saying it's impossible to vote if you're homeless that's not what we're saying what we're saying is if people get evicted voting is not going to necessarily be as high on their priority list as if you have a stable living situation correct and when the once it starts being about you know needing to feed yourself voting is one of these big picture things you know it's like a maslow's hierarchy of needs now what's fucked up is that voting is literally number one on most people's needs like if you can't do it your needs will never get better but at the same time they part of the reason they keep your needs not being met is so you won't vote that's one of the you know you're working too hard you're too busy yeah i'm sure i'll read more excerpts from one one person no vote but i mean when you think about the things they've done to black people with schooling with living um with all like busing public transportation specifically done to keep us from voting and it works not because it's impossible to do it works because it's harder to do and there's a certain level of hard that makes people go i'm not doing this yeah because the thing is and i do understand people send those links but you also have to think now i have to take the extra effort you know and it's one of those things where if i don't have nowhere to stay voting like you said voting is not going to be on top of my agenda and like you said it varies from state to state and a lot of times they want you to do it within 30 days prior to the election so it's one of those things where i need to be sure this is done by a certain deadline and so a lot of people once they become homeless a lot of them just don't vote they don't register well they're gonna make it difficult right they're gonna try to take you off the registration rolls they're gonna Mm -hmm. go they're gonna use that no match system where they go uh one of the letters was off in your address or you know the middle initial at the driver's license place is different than the middle initial on the uh the rest, most, on the library card the most smallest infractions right yes. and so this my point is for republicans in the way that they think they aren't worried as much about you being evicted because they're thinking well the kind of people that are going to get evicted are going to be people that are not going to vote for us yes and so if getting evicted is just one more hard step that 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 just in jeopardizes your vote they're willing to let that happen that's mm-hmm. all and 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 like and i'm glad you wrote in because don't give up don't if you're listening mm-hmm. to this and um you know this could possibly be you in this situation like absolutely you know find what resources you can but also yes. just i understand on a human level it may not be the top priority at that point so uh the poll was herman cain's death hilarious tragic or both karen both 81 percent of the audience say both it was hilarious and tragic 11 percent say just tragic and eight percent say hilarious and i gotta say i agree with all y'all you know what i mean i really do i i mean it's it's both for me yes because it's like there's a part of me that will always feel sad that he died that way it's yes just, sir like it's so it was just stupid i know and i'm just, not that i thought he was a very intelligent person i just didn't think i guess i don't want to think anyone's that stupid right. but at the same time it's it's because he believed in white supremacy you know 
miss barnes says thank you rod for that fitting tribute to herman cain i feel that herman cain made the ultimate sacrifice for republicans he showed up without a mask in tulsa sadly one of the many places of of black massacre and made the point for republicans that yes folks of color can die to the other virus his death will fuel that dumbasses do not need to wear a mask and kill off as many black people as possible sad yo real talk that i want to know who else is sick that was in that crowd with him somebody else is they're just not like i said they're just not public figures so we will never know these people will have the right to kind of go into anonymity and we will never see these people again the irony of that possibly being a second black tulsa massacre because of the COVID is lakita says uh those those goddamn herman cain tweets black twitter is fucking vicious i couldn't not laugh the trump the trump years have hardened me but i can acknowledge that we are all collectively going to extra hell oh well yeah i don't yeah you know nine 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 is upside down it's six 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 so he must be in hell now i don't i I didn't see the jokes but i'm sure they was good i mean it's kind of it's funny i i laugh at death all the time we all checking out this bitch so (laughs) i laugh at death all the time not every death is funny but some of these motherfuckers is pretty hilarious and his was just what a dumbass way to die episode 2149 science air things uh d ramsey writes saying five stars i screamed at my tablet when i heard rod say science things child i really don't like it here sometimes yeah um and then cheyenne says i have to think that no name is doing this because of capitalism one thing i discovered is that we critique the people that we follow the most thinking that they should be doing better it's something i've been guilty of and i'm working on personally however y'all completely correct about how she should be targeting other people or the government about these concerns uh you know what i hope you're right i'll put it that way it's not the vibe i'm getting but i hope you're right because i think if, if you take it one step further um it's still it's just i'll put it this way her conflating the two make it seem like it's jealousy i'll say that i i don't know for sure i don't know her we've only had one conversation uh one conversation and you know i like i said i still like her as as from what i know of mm-hmm. her work and right stuff I, I like i don't have no that woman yeah but yeah it's it's just not um it's not good uh now i will say before i move on this is an email not a comment but i want to do it here because uh we got an email this week at the name of the episode science air things uh from ruben uh who says hi rod and karen i hope this finds you well i came across your podcast from yesterday titled science air things where you discussed the offensive wingers grocery store sign and postings and wanted to reach out i work on the uspr team for air things which you named that title episode title after i wanted to clarify to you that air things is what air things is and see if it would be feasible to change the title of the podcast episode see below first on behalf of air things i wanted to make it clear that the brand has absolutely no connection to wingers and has absolutely nothing to do with that situation secondly as one of the original articles commenters points out air things is actually a producer of smart indoor air quality monitoring technology based in norway the quote attributed to air things used by wingers was falsely altered and misconstrued from a blog post written by the company intended to educate consumers on the health aspects of co2 as you'll see the air things language says nothing about masks or any impact of wearing them 
i'm concerned that the title of your podcast episode is misleading your audience and putting my client's reputation at risk we are a third-party technology company that has no connection to the situation and does not in any way condone the sentiments or statements made by the store please let me know what may be feasible thanks in advance for your time best ruben so i read all that and you know my first connection was like nigga take a joke you know whatever when i thought about it, it was like man they probably you know at this point they have to be bothered just because of the sheer virality of the original story you're right um and you know in the episode in all fairness we're a comedy show we have creative license and we did joke we didn't make any you know paranoid shit like science everything's the business does this i didn't even we know just, it existed we just didn't think it was a real we thought the name was so basic that it wasn't it was real like, same right but um so i told him we would clarify on the show you know just in case anyone possibly could have been reading that thinking we believe science air things mm-hmm. is a bigoted organization that mm-hmm. uh you Y'all know go do great things yeah so that's not that's not what we were saying um and um you know i told him we would correct it on the air we read his email um and let us know if he thought that was a uh fine he said i spoke to the air things team about this and we're in agreement that it's a reasonable solution feel free to share on your show please let me know when the episode is slated for we look forward to listening so yeah um what a what a crazy world yes the the one person that be like you know what that's actually real and i i I want y'all to know like y'all learn we learn too because like i said i was joking because i didn't think it was a real thing right but also though i understand why they would feel paranoid i would be paranoid as shit if uh some bigot used us as like the fucking cosign on their bigotry like mm-hmm, and like like two points down it was like and gay people is spreading it like you know what i hear you i i want want the record corrected too come on if they would have record state that that's the problem if point number 11 on that list would have been like and the black guy who tips agrees with us i would be like nope no 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 y'all go ahead and uh fix that player i'll straighten that out Mm-mm. Nope, so nope. i ain't mad at you at all man Mm-mm. but I, I i do feel like you need to admit science air things a funny name okay i just think y'all need to admit it is is no it doesn't mean it's a bad product mm-hmm. it doesn't mean y'all don't know what y'all doing no y'all out here doing some stuff but science air things does sound like if someone couldn't think of like what like, to what, call what something is that? what is that science air thing what, what is that like is that a would that be a weather balloon ah could that be uh a, a cumula a, a cloud could that be a a nimbus cloud like could that be like it's a lot of things that maybe it's like what what is that thing uh it's a science uh the science air thing mm-hmm. what is that well, who played in that movie what's the name of the movie who played uh, in that movie yes you know the movie about the science air things you know so i i think you you have to give us some leeway to, yes. to at least laugh at the name I, I i mean i'm glad y'all do serious work and i I, I did offer to interview them for the show so if they wanted to like talk about mm-hmm. what they do yes. and um and how it works and what our science air things and how are they helping us uh hey i'm more than willing to interview you and put it out on the show yes sir so if we were big enough to get your attention from the title maybe we'll get there maybe we can be big enough to spread the word about the work that you do there. right you don't know who in our audience might buy it 
i don't know how to i don't know if they're selling things karen's just saying things at this point no name going at beyonce she doing it because she's jealous she doing it because she's anti-capitalist karen jealous eight percent say she's anti-capitalist and that's why she's going at beyonce 92 percent say she's jealous i i think i'm with the 92 percent it just don't make sense i think when you have people from africa telling you "Mm -mm," that you have to admit it's you um especially when you're not even trying to look like because this is the thing you're not even trying to respond to them people you're not even trying to address it probably ignored the hell out of them like hundreds of people was in your mention and you was like i'm just not even correcting the i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna leave it at this i'm not even gonna be like you because any other time she'd be like thank y'all for dragging me i learned a lot she didn't want to hear it this time and i think that's a personal thing that's just my guess i don't know that woman Mm-mm. shady dane says the corona segment had me screaming at my phone my son was 16 when he bought brought COVID home to us in early march before lockdown oh. it was hardest on me because i'm seriously immunodeficient my son and hubby got over it without any lasting problems in a couple of weeks i still need to monitor my heart rate because it will skyrocket for no reason at all terrifying oh no but it's getting better slowly ever since we recovered our son has been damn near agoraphobic because he doesn't want to risk bringing it home to us again i can count on one hand the number of times he has left the house he even wears his mask when he's outside more in the front lawn i see the lifelong impact that covid is having on kids they are scared of the world and their give a fuck is broken why should they work to get good grades when the jobs are so uncertain most classes are online only so they don't even have the college experience to look forward to we're trying to keep life as normal as possible in our home but it's tough since the new normal is new to us also right. yes we have the kids in therapy so that they can navigate all this working on shit even therapists is new to them right working on getting and maintaining a positive mindset through all this has been a true challenge but what choice do you have but to keep it pushing yep mm-hmm. and that's why it's you know very important to do the things that need to you know to be done to protect you and your family members and your loved ones and i know i don't have a kids don't have a a dog in the fight but this is why so many parents and teachers are protesting this shit about sending kids back to school because kids give it to each other and then they bring it back home to the adults (laughs) and that's kind of the end result yep all right uh let's get to the next episode black beer travelers we talked to brandon from black beer travelers it's a fun episode mm-hmm, very fun um uh, we got some comments rob one says thanks to brandon i found out uh that a few breweries around me are participating in the black is beautiful challenge i'll have to get out uh to them this weekend and pick up those new beers we did yes this right here online this is a black is beautiful beer it's an imperial stout and it's delicious i actually like this it's a stout i normally don't go for dark no, beers it tastes almost it's not it's very chocolatey. sweet mm-hmm. yeah i'm about to say it tastes chocolatey a lot of times when you get dark stouts that they have a bitter taste to it but this mm-hmm. is not bitter and it's not chocolate it's not I, I think chocolate is in here okay that's it's, what i'm tasting i'm like i taste chocolate tastes sweet yes it does eve says i hate the taste of beer because it's bitter and pissy tasting well not black is beautiful in, in charlotte each mm-hmm. each one is different yeah but and, after mm-hmm. go ahead Nope. and all beer i used to think that too like because most of us are introduced to the wood like budweiser and shit like that but once you start kind of branching into craft beers like we had a beer that is straight up just like blueberry like once you start branching into that type of stuff it will actually open up and change your mind on beer i think that when most people are introduced to beers they're introduced to like the basic ass bitch when it comes to beers 
uh i hate to taste a beer because it's bitter and pissy tasting but after listening to this episode i think it might i might have to give it a shot and find something sweeter and fruity any suggestions that you two enjoy uh what was that was it blue dog yes it's a blue dog mm-hmm. beer we found it at harris Teeter, and it's like a blueberry type of beer and it's absolutely delicious yeah that that blue dog blueberry beer was so good and i cannot fucking find it mm-hmm. again nope i think we might have to order it directly from them or something i might have to go online and find mm-hmm. it or something because that can, beer was so good that beer was out and when y'all i tell you it tastes like blueberries it tastes like blueberries and it was delicious and every time we go back to that harris Teeter, it is never there i imagine this what smurf berries taste like it got to be it's the only way to explain how them smurfs was acting um anonymous says hi rod and karen if you want to see a vast parade of colorful and interesting beers follow at i'm underscore your underscore drunkleberry on instagram uh the account of chef travis the partner in podcasting crime a friend of tbgwt chef gregorio cheers okay you know beer culture is blowing the fuck up mm-hmm. it's everywhere i see a lot of people drinking getting into craft beers i see miss music lover and jose i see a lot of people kind of going up and down my timeline so some of the suggestions i get from them yep i put the link in the chat for you to follow if you want to now i mostly just follow butts on instagram so i probably yeah. will not follow maybe i'll follow him from our the black guy with tips account but i probably won't follow from my regular account because you know why i'm here uh <laughs> for the butts the poll was do you drink craft beer yes all the time yes sometimes or no uh yes yeah i think i'm yes sometimes 30 percent 17 percent say all the time and i mean 13 percent say all the time and 57 percent say no i think a lot of people just don't drink beer miss Barnes says so smack in the middle of the outlet mall in williamsburg virginia i found a beer joint that had a beer called sabado domingo it was a mexican beer infused with jalapeno and lime in the middle of the hottest part of june it was so refreshing i brought i brought a few i brought a few cans back home so tasty that sounds absolutely delicious i think this is tiff maybe tife t-i-f-f-e uh hey y'all love the discussion i got into craft beers after searching for a new stout i prefer dark beers with chocolate coffee tones and the fuller the beer the better right i didn't realize i was a wine snob until you and karen started talking about dessert wine moscato yeah not for me i wish i lived in a state where i could get wine slash beer shipped to my house but alas i do not love the podcast cheers yeah them wine snobs man they real they mm-hmm. they be shitting on the sweet runs i'm like i don't know why this shit is good i feel bad for them because i feel like they done been so sedity now that they almost have to act like they hate the sweet shit in order to be part of the snob gang and i would never Mm-mm. do that I, will, I i won't do it either and, and it's one of those things that i don't know if it's something in the culture like that's beneath you or whatever um it's just, like a starter wine for people you know it's the same way people hate on certain music because it's like that's what everyone likes when you start out you know it's like well okay well nigga that's what i like i mean you got to start somewhere do y'all want people in the club or not they don't that can't be a snob if you want everybody in the club ah okay okay well then i guess i'm not a part of the club because honey i'm a good moscato all i can say is the uh one wine that i do not like uh and uh i, I don't you know uh, bare feet bare feet tastes like bare feet that's the only one i don't like 
and kim doc says to be quite honest i don't really fuck with beer but i love this conversation karen made it so enjoyable and cool with her questions this is a there's an elitism that i've experienced getting a tasty fruity drink white people are enjoying i guess wild people are enjoying curry flavored ipas at the l house and i just laughed to myself little raven simone and her koofy but this young man has carved out a great and fulfilling niche for himself i have had some really decent pale l's that are smooth and refreshing and very very pale yeah and also what's so funny is that a lot of a lot of these people when it comes to like the wines and the sweets and the bitters and all that stuff is also one of those things where these beers don't sell for no reason because a lot of people actually like sweet beers. I mean, that's what be sweet wines. So they actually sell just like these other wines sell. So it's like, what's the problem? Everybody just likes wines. Episode 2151 is Karma. Uh, and EVE left a comment. Hearing Queen Karen sing Karma is my new favorite thing. I didn't know who that guy was singing with her, though. Sorry to this man. That's actually a woman she's talking about me oh her arby's breath uh the poll was do you fill out your census form yet yes no or haven't gotten a form 84 percent of our audience that responded to this poll have filled out their census mm, we feel that ours i want my tax money to, to be used wisely 12 percent said no maybe they part of that 12 percent that think you know this is how trump gonna come to their house and then four percent say haven't gotten a form kim doc says sure did and i suck at mailing everything on time they lucky i saw that you could do it online you better believe i searched for that envelope for a solid 45 minutes though if i can do it we all can i truly suck at it yep go online if you still got time go online y'all i don't know that you still have time i filled those out oh. before the deadline but you can still mail it back just remember end of september is over so and if you haven't gotten one look into that figure out what, what's going on with that mm-hmm. the last episode was ain't we lucky we got em with chris lambert uh this episode was filmed live for studio audience <laughs> uh the poll the poll, i mean the comments were d ramsey aka mother jenkins said five stars always good to have chris lambert gather amongst the negroes and wokes i may destroy you is pure gold i do love it man I, this finale is going to be very interesting uh and once again i think i'll wait till monday tuesday or something to watch it rather than uh watch it with the timeline anonymous says thanks for talking up the last of us too i love the first game but was hesitant about the second one because i'd heard so many negative reviews i'm gonna buy it now on a side note i was so positive that the ellie ellie was being played by ellen page but was surprised it was another actress can't wait to play part two yeah i honestly i'm a, and i don't play the game but sexism had a lot to play with the, a lot of them bad reviews because all of a sudden you know it's a, a a young lady playing like the main character and y'all know how it is when when women quote unquote those storylines focus around women the game of gay people come out to come out the woodworks well that and she's gay um so that was a big part of it um and yeah i'll just leave it at that it's a lot of stuff in there that i could see people being upset by or whatever but it's mostly just fucking uh gamergate nerd niggas Mm -hmm. like i'm not paying them i don't have to respond to them eve says thanks for taking uh taking up the time taking up the last of us too i love the first game but was hesitant about the second one because i heard so many negative reviews 
i'm gonna oh wait oh wait this is the same one oh, okay so ev for the first one it said anonymous second one said ev okay all right. all right cool and then the poll was have you ever microwave fish in your workplace yes or no karen yes yes the <laughs> only 35 percent said yes so i guess we're bad office mates yes uh i, I don't uh, heat it for long and shit like that because yeah it can stink uh i heat it for as long as i need to get my meal delicious okay because see the thing that people don't talk about fish smells delicious when you gonna be the one eating it <laughs> i don't have a funking up the office place it only stinks to the people that that ain't gonna get none uh, uh, and <laughs> 60 <laughs> oh lord put that on the shirt because it's true 65 percent say no lakita says per the poll what kind of heathen apparently the two heathens in here right now okay yeah and certain fish uh pull the old and certain fish the old is not as strong i'm sorry we got the salmon uh for for brunch for lunch the next day i'm sorry okay i, I mean go ahead and warm up your little hot pockets yeah, you have to and be of, mad yeah you kind of have to yeah, you know and one i'm not even gonna lie y'all. the money y'all there's poor people around <laughs> with your broke ass <laughs> oh one thing i do miss about going to work is bragging about your lunch because yeah uh what i do the uh the containers i got like these special containers you close down and you kind of plump up the size and if you have fish i heat it up in there there's no odor i love it mm-hmm. i know i know when they be hearing that microwave turn on i want to call you one is it okay if i call him one <laughs> kim doc says per lakita comment that heathen is me didn't somebody in the chat say some nigga was microwaving crab legs Oh my god, I'm judging the fuck out of that coonery and buffoonery as I microwave nah, my wild caught salmon. No shame in my game. Although microwaving might be in my past due to coronavirus, I have I have it'll have to be sandwiches or things we can eat cold. Oh, wait. Would the coronavirus not die in the microwave though? I don't know. I feel like the microwave would kill the coronavirus. I don't know, but, but people, I don't, know people what you don't do want the that. interaction, so they're like, fuck it, I'm not going in there dealing with fight people over the microwave. I don't know what you would do about the, the handle, but... Does she wipe it down with a wipe before you touch it? Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. These niggas just have to be mad. They see me going there to the, people uh... making instant coffee out there. They like to do hot cocoa, because they're like, fuck that, I'm not going in there sharing no coffee pots. I'll just be walking back from the from the uh break room, my plate full of fish. Letting them be mad. Throw some shades on. Ain't no shame in my game. Oh, Kim Kim Doc said they removed the microwave from her job. They was like, you know what, y'all ain't warming up shit. And but that's one good way to keep people out of the break room. They nasty all right come on let's get to the voicemail we had i believe one voicemail this week it's from my girl allegra hello youtube lovelies it's allegra um i am listening to your feedback and i don't know why but i always have to have feedback on the feedback so i'm <laughs> calling to get feedback on the feedback <laughs> <laughs> i just love your um your breakdown or talk about or discussion about voting and voting suppression and 
um, our ancestors and what we went through to get to the fucking holes and how we're still struggling. I just love that. I actually just came off one of, I'm um, backtracking on Tea with Queen and Jay's podcast, so I'm trying to catch up. And I just listened to um, Queen give a really thorough breakdown, <laughs> excuse me, about the history of voter suppression. And, and um, I really loved the way that they had their discussion, too. Um, it was on their episode, You About to Lose Your Job. Mm-hmm. So I know you've heard it already. Um, but I just wanted to kind of uh, cheerlead for you and for you, too, and also for you guys leading me to Tea with Queen and Jay and also their uh, podcast and how they got into this discussion of voter suppression and the history and kind of how it's dealt with today. All right, you guys. Love you, too. Um, and love listening to you. And talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, sweetie. Thank you, Allegra. Mm-hmm. And I have, you're right, I do listen to them and I have heard that episode and, uh, I did appreciate Queen's breakdown because she really got into the fact that, because I think, so this is what happens when I talk about voting. Um, and it doesn't matter how clear I am about this. People that want to misunderstand or want to assume ill intentions will always go, you blaming black people for this? And I'm not. And I never have. And I never will. Right. This is not black people's fault. Mm-hmm. Trump is not our candidate. We didn't vote for this motherfucker. Come on. We didn't do any of this shit. Um, I will always be against black people who advocate for not voting. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, agreed. We are not at that point yet where we can just play with the vote. I'm I'm sorry, but that's, and I wouldn't, I feel dogmatic and I feel convicted by that. I will not let it slide on my watch. You get to put your opinion out there. I get to put mine. Come on. Those are the rules. Freedom of speech and all that shit. So, if you want to go around and saying fuck it don't vote it don't matter anyway blah 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 you are entitled to say that if i think that is stupid this is our platform and this is where i say that i think that is stupid and foolish and ultimately dangerous right that does not mean black people are to blame for us losing the fucking thing Mm -hmm. the same way i would talk to some fucking white person talking about i voted jill stein or i wrote in harambe i feel the same conviction of that's a dumb thing to do especially if you claim to want some good it's just a difference you know it's the thing where people go i don't like voting for lesser evils let's look at evil and good in a very simplistic way let's say that it's a glass right one glass is full of evil to the brim the other one is half full of evil and they go you gotta drink from one of these glasses i'm probably gonna drink the one with less evil in it that's just because what less evil has is some good what all the what 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 the glass that's just evil has is no good in it this is death so yeah anyway i I mean like i said and i feel like those messages go together and i and that's the thing i've talked about it on our show before well i'm like this isn't black people's fault because i remember after the election you had white people writing these fucking articles about black people didn't come out to vote it's their fault and i'm like voter suppression is real yes sir okay like like and that and the thing that bothered me the most is that people that i felt were complicit in that narrative weren't just white liberals who were angry at black people and racist it was also black people who then went mm-hmm, that's right we don't like hillary that's actually not what happened 
they passed so many voter restriction laws from 2010 until 2016 there were so many fucking laws passed they stripped the voting rights act okay they stripped it and we still came out in 2012 and got obama reelected and that's in the face of immense voter suppression so you can't put it on us we didn't do shit wrong the 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 handful of privileged black people who get on twitter and talk about how they ain't about to do shit fuck them anyway that like that's just just a small percentage not enough for us to say they tilted the entire election agreed they are annoying they are short-sighted their arguments may not make a lot of sense that, but that doesn't mean that they get the full brunt of the blame Mm-mm. for what the fuck 45 and these niggas done did no Mm-mm. no never so yeah absolutely um i want to encourage black people to use the power to vote and absolutely your ancestors did die for it and period there's no two ways about it unless you just don't know history or you refuse to read they literally was like i'm probably gonna die yeah they went out there knowing they was gonna die i have stories of people that have literally i read one on the show yeah Mm -hmm. going to the poll he went to the poll and they killed him when he got home he knew when he went to the poll they said we're gonna kill you you cannot tell me that man didn't die for for us to vote you can't um anyway uh emails leslie writes in ballot ballot ready.org which i think we mentioned on the show before back in the past but it gives voter info on elections based on zip code locale state and federal elections yeah they give like details where you can almost you can see the ballot in advance yeah i'm pretty sure we have done this but you put your address in and it doesn't just tell you like how to how to vote blah 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 it it tells you like here are the candidates here are their main issues it's not fully complete but it goes down to the local level uh ballotready.org is the name of the website um yeah, I, if i so remember i'll put it in the show notes read up on people and things like that uh mr span writes in unions listen to episode 2149 where you guys are talking about the rodeo venue and the need for unions i don't know if minnesota has done this or not but what a lot of states have done they've done this here in michigan is they've become right to work states many republican legislatures uh push forward right to work laws that essentially in a way is a way to bankrupt the union's ability to collect dues while simultaneously forcing the union to advocate for workers who do pay into it uh quite a uh who don't pay into it yeah right quite a few other of the guys i work with opted out of union membership once the law here took effect all white guys and by by and large their attitude was that the union was protecting people who deserve to be fired and it was clear who they were talking about mm-hmm the thing is even though they are no longer paying it to the union the union is compelled to represent them if they ever find themselves in a position to be disciplined right. but it also hurts the union's ability to contribute politically to campaigns of politicians who would represent the union's interests in a state and national election this could be the reason why they're seeing we're seeing less effectiveness in unions which were already shrinking to begin with they're be, being gutter uh wait they're being gutter form oh they're being um i guess gripped taken advantage of from within gutted that's what it is they're being gutted from within financially and can't properly lobby on behalf of the workers as a result sorry for the long email but this is something i see and talk about with the guys at work just about every day talk to you later span yeah man it was a supreme court ruling like last year i believe that did this where the union has to still pay for the or still have the obligation to protect workers 
workers no longer have the obligation to pay in pay union dues right and uh they still want to get the benefits but they the 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 long game is without union dues there are no union benefits correct and it's one of those things where people paying in the union are like you should reap the benefits right we actually get our pay because of the union like you would not get paid as much as you get paid if it wasn't for the union they would pay you possibly 10 to 15 dollars less <laughs> than they do because of this union it's like you want the union for fight it's like you want the shit for free and and it, that doesn't make sense right um let's see black beer travelers uh preston writes in hello karen and rod thanks for turning me on to black beer travelers that was a fantastic episode thank you thank you you know because that was a choice that i made when i was gonna have him on was let's just make this a conversational episode no news mm-hmm. and it's it like fun. half interview half conversation and it looks like a lot of people enjoyed it you know and uh if they didn't you know whatever they can come back tomorrow right mm-hmm. it's nice to know that i'm not too weird regarding my taste in beers local beer local beer is something my husband and i seek out when we travel japan and mexico offered fantastic and unexpected beer experiences who would have thought the south outside of atlanta will offer so many great beer choices and now i know where to find black owned ones again thanks for the podcast there uh there is always a new treat to discover preston Mm -hmm. appreciate you preston we out here we out here deep and mostly i appreciate you no longer putting team dro in your emails that's that's the main thing that's you know what i call that growth uh uh all right the uh next email is actually a gift oh shit we got a gift through email from douglas who says he gifted me cast the origin of our discontents by my girl isabel wilkerson who also wrote the warmth of other sons which is my shit i knew she came out with a new book i don't i don't i didn't think i had uh had a chance to buy it yet but uh i just hit click on that on that link player because it's a kindle gift which is my favorite kind of book gift people send me physical books and i i hate to tell you but i don't read physical books that much i read kindle books like honestly some people have bought me physical giving me physical books physical copies and then i turned around and bought the book on kindle so because i was just like i'm not gonna ever read it if it's just a physical book i don't even put them on my bookshelf my bookshelf's full of video games and toys it's 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 really embarrassing really i'm not an adult at all y'all but thank you so much thank you uh shira brianne writes in hope you're doing well and enjoy your time off last week on the feedback show last saturday someone mentioned the start started watching shira since karen has such great things to say about it i had been considering watching for a while especially since that's my mom's name and she liked the show oh. and when it got mentioned last week i knew i had to go for it wow this show is amazing i started yeah, shira is the bomb I, it's okay i started watching it this week and i'm already on season five just started so no spoilers i have always been a fan of shows with uh for young people that have great life lessons the lessons on life friendship dignity loyalty purpose is so great the cast is incredibly diverse i freaked out when i realized the kid who plays junior on blackish is Bo. oh i didn't know that for real i didn't know that was Bo. wow also lord prime and thanos are like the same person right 
and katra sigh that katra and her pride and selfishness all of her friends she a are, mess all of her friends are in abusive relationships with her ain't that old she's mean and hurts people and doesn't allow people to have friends outside of her sigh i'm excited to see how season five ends thank you for this amazing uh episode also season five episode three with the spaceship thing i think it's literally the plot to a different movie but i can't place it anyway thanks y'all happy feedback saturday they say you auto tune in oh for real yeah you kind of play freeze play freeze on my screen in the night coldest the coldest story ever told so we're all along this road lost a soul to a woman so heartless is it working y'all still robotting i don't know is he still robotting y'all let me buy you a drink all right let me refresh i know this isn't funny when you can't hear what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> show that what you think about that uh <laughs> all right uh episode 2151 karma i go by free jones okay free jones what up uh are you were you ever in the movie free state of jones or is that not about you okay i don't know by the way i saw that movie it was not free matthew mcconaughey owed me 15 dollars oh shit what up karen it should be called 15 dollars state of jones because that's what it costs our i mean <laughs> free jones says what up rod and queen karen first i would like to say thank you times are tough down here in georgia and listening to you guys during zoom meetings has been the bright spot of my work week during zoom meetings <laughs> we done tapped out y'all is boring this is the eighth meeting today i'm tired of y'all i work as a teacher in gwinnett county and i think i can give more context to that news story the 260 teachers that tested positive were self-reported cases from staff who elected not to come into the building for the beginning of staff development the school year will start online for the students thanks to the that one black board member but the staff will be in the building running on normal a normal school schedule they also announced this week that they will slowly start phasing in students back in the building after school starts. This is the county bending to the parents who have been protesting the entire summer to let their kids in school. Doing the whole let them in the building or give me back my taxes shit. Every study I have seen so far concludes that students learn better from face-to-face learning, especially once you consider the uh, other services the school provides for a student. But i mean not but much of the curriculum for k1 and special ed students is not strictly big book learning it's hard to help a kid practice social and emotional intelligence or find motor control skills from the computer true it is clear to me that face-to-face learning is what is best but the country has yet to announce a safety protocol to keep us safe once the kids return so i say just keeping everybody ass at home until january to prevent an inevitable outbreak pretending things are normal isn't going to make them so many teachers are in a risk group for COVID 19 and our county has the most cases in the state oh and they haven't canceled any of the fall winter sports or high school for high school either damn this is gonna end poorly yes in in every school district that has opened up or done some form of shit with the summer camps what happens it's outbreak it's always an outbreak the numbers shoot up in the county the numbers go up like you can't act like it's normal just because you wish it or you will it to go back to normal is everything has changed and I, it's stressful to the parents particularly the parents that actually are forced to go back to work because somebody has to watch their kids because odds are you're not going to put them in the daycare because most of your daycares aren't open up depending on what the structure of your laws is and so it's very 
it's like a catch 22 when it comes to it it's like the the admitted the trump administration put everybody in these bad positions because they don't give a fuck they don't care about kids catching it they don't care about pain they don't care about the population dying they just don't care uh desiree writes in is diego luna and rod ted hi rod in a past episode you mentioned that you would like to see a modern day talk show like those old clips of james baldwin and william f buckley there's a show called pan e circle which is bread and circuses in english um hosted by actor diego luna on amazon prime in each episode he hosts a dinner to talk about one societal issue there are different groups of about six people or so inside including scientists artists thinkers activists and journalists for each conversation i watched episode two about ending gender-based violence even though it's set in mexico many of these of the same challenges apply here not everyone agreed about the best path to move forward and it was heated at times but it was respectful and there were no gotcha moments no one was a pundit rating, rattling off talking points yeah i do yeah that's the main thing that kills me now is people think that's the same thing as uh bringing two people on to yell at each other and they all they're doing is yelling at each other till they can get to a commercial break it's like of a course it's like watching two boxers yeah. swing at each other and so it's not a conversation right because uh, you need some time and some space to make full points if they're intelligent it was entertaining without being political entertainment i think diego luna might be listening to the show if he is thank you okay mm-hmm. um you do great work diego all right i think he was in uh terminator if i'm not mistaken i think that was one of the movies he was in um i know he's in narcos um so uh i haven't seen book of life though mm-hmm uh oh yeah he played cassian and andor in um rogue one that's where i know him mm, from okay troll hunters oh yeah mm, he got a good resume yeah get back on troll hunters but yes we sure do anyway y'all didn't come to hear that part Mm-mm. uh <laughs> future episodes will be on racing climate change i hope you and the audience will give it a try love the show that's all right thank you thank you and lastly it's our girl kim doc who says karen my love yes hi rod my also love what's going on y'all okay i added part of those i'll let you guess which one what's what's going on y'all uh what we know better than to do is mac on karen's loving husband lol that ain't my type of carrying on we not fitting to break the church up this ain't green leaf (laughs) oh is that what it is people say they love karen and not me because y'all think it's gonna be some type of uh romantic jealous situation well i just have y'all know there is not a jealous bone in my body all right so i was say rod you like the love too mm-hmm. i don't know why they all these years of us on here listen it's no offense but y'all can't break us up all right if it didn't happen after uh you know all these other things that's happened in life okay just we life made it, we made it through 9 11 okay if we can make it through you know um people Losing not liking jobs. the last season of game of thrones Woo, we can make it do that we can make it do anything it's gonna take more than some heart emojis that's all i'm saying okay i need to see titties minimum before i'm willing to leave this woman no i'm just kidding uh what's going <laughs> you did say you want to get famous enough to sign some titties I, but i already did sign some titties though so oh, you did that's right um what's going on y'all uh 
what we know shout out to miss crystals hugging kisses uh what we know better than to do is mac on karen's loving husband lol that ain't my type of character oh i already said this part no think piece here i just find it interesting how as much as we blacks would like to shut the kardashian jenners out of the culture the people responsible for the culture said nah niggas the vultures are invited deal with it well you know i didn't think about this but i was reading my girl mel's tweets uh just now and she brought up a great point people thought uh that the shooting of um megan the stallion must have had something to do with her not liking the kardashians and kylie jenner and not wanting uh tory lanes hanging out with them that's what that was one of the speculations one of the big rumors was like and that's why he shot her because they beat him up because he hangs out with the kardashians and so having her in the video immediately squashes that immediately squashes that because she we know for a fact she heard that shit that people were saying and that she was paying attention to all those rumors and stuff so it's actually a big ass statement to be able to say like nah we cool so fuck them lodge out here and this nigga shot me in my feet what y'all what we gonna do come on allegedly 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 um i recall when tiger and chris brown were doing albums and interviews together you know when Kylie was 16 and tiger was cheating on black china with him even back then chris was essentially telling on tiger the hot 97 what stood out to me was that chris was adamant about Kylie and kendall being quote unquote their homegirls so even though i don't want to see Kylie get a look in the wop video that ain't my business i mean and then technically the only qualifications to be in the video was having a wet ass pussy and we don't know what her pussy moisture content is like i'm not gonna you know like who knows maybe they had like a contest and it was like you in you who knew i don't know what the qualifications was they're just annoying to me but i intentionally avoid them so it's it's and it's so healthy there you go i love that even with everyone throwing backlash towards meg and cardi the video broke the internet has the republicans who somehow mistakenly happened upon the video <laughs> right we talked about that on our uh <laughs> on our digifest <laughs> episode like i said i'll put the episode out yeah, later they just happened upon the video like you just happened right. upon some sex this nigga like i jacked off to this 20 times by accident and i'm pissed okay all them glutes in my face i couldn't take it i was disgusted the 37th time i jacked off to that thing ah uh but yeah uh no no they weren't searching for it don't be ridiculous libtar in a complete meltdown my favorite part of this are the republican lawmakers being pissed about a song and a video about wet ass pussy when donald trump was will grab their wise pussy when they leave the room right come on you could take door number two and shut up and mind your business right that's the reason i didn't even want to engage them motherfuckers it's all theater we good over here good for cardi and meg and all the other women in the video it could be worse get the bag i guess lol get the bag yeah and it ain't my bag to get man if y'all want to have her in the video for three seconds it don't matter it's not like you can hear it on the song and Mm -hmm. i've heard mixed reviews from people on a on a song it's just it's just wow y'all it'll pass just give it a couple more days you know like we was talking about it was black as king all week last week everyone think peace and arguing over that it'll be this for this weekend and somebody will put some other shit out next week i don't know mm-hmm. it, i'm also enjoying the meta commentary from these twitter niggas that are utterly clueless about the female anatomy but that ain't my business either oh these them niggas once again avoid avoid yeah they don't they don't they don't know how you know the structure of a woman's body the fact that a man feels the need to say anything not um to say anything honestly yeah. 
yeah didn't like, nobody ask your opinion you know what I, we don't care i saw the video and you know the feeling i came away with appreciation they didn't have to show me that thank you ladies okay i was able to social distance and look at some cheeks what the fuck is the like i, I don't yeah it's like it, and it, what, what what's so funny to me technically this benefits you but you know for, for men it benefits you you know you get to watch some fine ass women twerk and move and dance in front of them but you know they're like i got to say something they can't help themselves shut the you fuck know, up can't say Mm-mm. shut the fuck up it's black girl party time and yeah, also they twerking and shit what anyway um, i'm moving on drink your water fight off the ashiness of the internet be safe y'all kim dot thanks kim dot thank you and i believe that is everyone's emails and it's right at the buzzer so we can wrap this bad boy up karen yes thank you as always for being here i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.